Hello, everyone, and welcome to Addicted to Recovery, the interactive memoir. And Merry Christmas, or Happy December 25th, if Christmas isn't your thing. But happy holidays all around. This is usually a podcast where I read some of my memoir about my experiences in active addiction and then talk about the issues surrounding it, but today there's going to be none of that. Today I'm basically just going to talk about the holidays and the kind of feelings that come up for me and, and based on some of what you've shared with me. This is also not going to be the most polished of episodes. I'm really just going to try to speak from the heart. Though I've never actually been in rehab on Christmas Day, there were a few times that I was in outpatient treatment over the holidays, and there would always be a big roundtable discussion about surviving the holidays because it was a really triggering time for a lot of people. I mean, first of all, there's just a lot of occasions around the holidays that in many cases involve drinking, like... You know, the office party, just Christmas itself, any other festivities. And, you know, in a way, you don't want to be left out. You don't want to be that person who's not going to go to the things. You don't want to be that person who's not going to get invited to the things. But you also don't want to be that person who makes an ass of yourself at the things. It's a, so it's a really hard line to straddle, especially if you're in early recovery. I mean, are you really going to even have fun at that Christmas party if you're just looking at everyone else drinking and also looking at people looking at you to see if you're drinking? I mean, that, that was the worst part for me is wondering what other people were thinking of my drinking or not drinking because everyone who knew me knew that I had a problem with alcohol. Whether or not I was actually actively drinking was a different thing. So I'd have sometimes relatives over and they'd be kind of watching me or they'd be sort of lingering around any open liquor bottles to make sure I didn't snag them. (laughs) And before I got sober, a lot of the times I would say, oh no, 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 I'm fine. Please throw your little Christmas party. I won't drink. I swear I'll be fine. And I was never, I was never fine. Um, Usually, I would have my own stash, and so I wouldn't really be drinking in front of other people visibly, but as soon as I saw a bottle that was open or otherwise unattended, or I would just see someone had left a half-full wine glass on the counter, I would chug it on down, and uh, a few hours into said Christmas party, I would be more sauced than the actual guests who were actually allowed to be drinking at the party. (laughs) And it would kind of ruin things for my parents or my siblings because instead of having a good time, they would just be watching me, making sure I wasn't getting into all the liquor. And then at a point, I just wasn't really invited anymore. Even though I lived there, it's like, yeah, you might want to find somewhere else to be when we have our holiday festivities because... You know, I, I would ruin it for everyone else, and I was a thief. I was not a good person to have around. At a point, my friends stopped inviting me to any of their holiday gatherings, too, because I was a liability and a thief. So, you know, that's fair. <laughs> uh, as for Christmas itself, 
I used to love Christmas so much. And not just because I got presents, but I loved the smells, I loved baking cookies, I loved getting presents for other people. I think I really enjoyed the holidays because it's a time of heightened emotions. You know, you can be really, really, really excited or you can be really, really, really disappointed and like everything is just crackling in the air. And I love that. But when my alcoholism was out of control, I couldn't really feel any of those other things much anyways. All I could really feel was the presence or absence of sufficient amounts of alcohol. And Christmas became more and more depressing because I thought of all the ways I was letting my family down, all the ways that they deserve to have a very Merry Christmas, and I was just not well. There were many years I couldn't afford to buy presents for anybody, even though they knew full well that I was getting drunk pretty much every day, so I had to be getting money for that somewhere. So that was, I don't know, kind of humiliating. There were years when I did get too drunk and sort of ruined Christmas a little bit. Years that I was sick and just not fully able to participate. And years that I tried so hard to keep it together, but still ended up screwing up because I was an alcoholic and I wasn't sober. I remember, I think it was the last Christmas I had with my family before I got sober, I had tried so hard to only bring a minimal amount of alcohol home because I didn't want to be drunk for the holidays, and I thought I could ration it. But then the sweats are starting, the shakes are starting, the paranoia is starting, and I'm like, oh, great. Now I'm going to be in full-on withdrawal Christmas morning, and nobody wants that. So I snuck downstairs and looked around the Christmas gifts, and someone had given my parents a gift basket with a bottle of wine in it, and, you know, It had clear wrapping paper on it. I knew what was in it. All the other alcohol was locked up because that's what my family had to do. But this wasn't because I thought my parents didn't think I would actually steal one of their Christmas gifts, but I did. It got me through the night and I tried to apologize about it the next day. And my, my parents weren't happy, but they looked at me in this way that it wasn't even really angry or disappointed. It was just kind of forlorn and I don't want to say disgusted, but it was kind of something like disgusted. Like the person that they were looking at, it just, like it wasn't their daughter anymore. Like I was just some degenerate (laughs) who was there for Christmas. Like they just didn't even know me anymore. And one, one good motivation for my staying sober is I don't want to have to see that look on their faces again. And more importantly, I don't want them to have to feel whatever they were feeling in that moment that made them have those looks on their faces. And it wasn't, it wasn't the worst thing I'd ever done by, by any stretch. And, but something about just stealing their Christmas presents on Christmas Eve was, Something I never thought I would do, and it made me feel really crummy inside. I hope that that never happens again, but, you know, just because I got sober doesn't mean that all the issues surrounding the holidays just went away immediately, because, first of all, other people in the world do still drink whether or not I choose not to, and 
I don't want to be that person making everyone else uncomfortable with either my drinking or my lack of drinking. Anthony mentioned in response to my query about the holidays that he would have this skewed perception that everyone else at the family table would feel horribly guilty that they were drinking, and then he would feel horrible that he was ruining everyone else's fun, even though he's aware that Everyone who cares about him is probably pretty happy that he's sober. I relate to this so strongly, particularly at the beginning, that I really thought my sobriety was bumming other people out. And I'm pretty sure it wasn't true, but at the same time, at the beginning, my family didn't necessarily trust me yet, and I didn't necessarily trust myself yet. So, I would say, no, no, please, 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 I want you to have wine at Christmas dinner, it's not going to trigger me, I'm fine, but I didn't necessarily know whether or not that was true yet. So, I can say pretty much certainly that my sobriety wasn't bumming anyone out, but not knowing whether or not they could trust me when they were drinking probably did bum them out a little bit. Wondering if the fact that they were having a glass of wine with dinner could be the thing that set me off. And the reality is, some people are awkward around people who aren't drinking. Maybe it has something to do with their relationship to alcohol, or in my case, when I wasn't drinking, it's like the people who knew me were getting to know a kind of new person in a lot of ways. And we didn't always know exactly what to say to each other without the crutch of alcohol. And honestly, if you are new in sobriety, the holidays are probably not the best time to be feeling all of those things out, but it tends to be the time where those challenges come upon us. It's a little easier for me now because pretty much all my friends are either in recovery themselves or people who have known me pretty much my entire life. But I remember it being so hard around the holidays when I wanted to fit in with the normal people. But I wasn't a normal people. And I couldn't. But my insistence that I could, putting myself into situations I should not have been in, cost me my sobriety on a few occasions and also cost me a lot of friendships. I I think I lost the most friendships around New Year's, actually. Because that would be the one night where... Of course I was going to go to a big party, and pretense of sobriety would often be out the window. And since my normal Tuesday was to get blackout drunk, New Year's Eve would just be the time where I would lose friends and alienate people. When I was a teenaged alcoholic in training, I used to tell my friends that I was convinced that there was a New Year's demon that lay in wait all year round to come and assault me on New Year's Eve. That would make me blow up my entire social life and any chance of making a good impression on that guy I was into. Every year, epic disaster, and huh, I wonder why. New Year's Eve was the one day I gave myself permission to drink way more than I would have normally, and I'd like to drink a lot normally, so duh. But beyond the bizarre association with New Year's Eve, a time to reflect on the year past and binge drinking, is the fact that it is often time where we reflect on the year that has just passed and evaluate ourselves. How do we do on those resolutions we made last year? Huh? 
What about those ones from the year before? How are you measuring up? Not too great, sweetheart. And you can't even drink away those feelings of self-judgment. Another thing I used to hear quite a bit when I was in treatment and was echoed by a few of you is that the holidays feel lonely. Like there is this idea of closeness and togetherness that we should feel that we don't. Granted, it's pretty easy in active addiction to feel rightly that your relationships aren't what you want them to be. But I don't think it's a problem exclusive to addicts, whether they're in active addiction or not. I think for almost anybody, the holidays create an amplification of what was my primary problems of my addictive behavior, that there is a a gap between how I feel and how I thought I should feel or how I expected to feel. And therefore, I never really learned how to sit with how I actually felt or even appreciate the nuances of the way I actually felt. There is this idea that the holidays should just feel different than other days. Your relationships should feel closer. You should feel more loved. There should be more merriment. There should be this warm and cozy fireside feeling in our hearts. We should feel like the Christmas songs and the Hallmark cards and even those Hallmark Christmas movies and commercials and love actually. And regardless of our own traditions or relationships or religious affiliations, we have this idea that it's not enough. This is the kind of low-level existential suffering I always used alcohol to medicate, but just magnified for the holidays, just feeling that something's not quite right, your chestnuts aren't roasting properly. I was always just trying to manage my emotional states into what I thought that they should be, or always believing that the next moment or the next thing or some future version of me would have the answers. And, well, maybe Christmas. Maybe that's when I'll just feel all the right feelings. Or, hey, maybe New Year's. (laughs) Maybe after I follow through on some of those New Year's resolutions. Heck, well, feeling that maybe next year? And meanwhile... All the opportunities that were there the entire time to just be present with the things and people and moments that were precious to me are being neglected. And then often I would look back and think, damn, well, those were the good times. I I wish I had been there, like really been there. If only I had known then. So we don't have to wait until the holidays to create and cherish meaningful moments. We don't have to wait until New Year's Eve to set goals and to do an inventory on our life. And our ability to celebrate our relationships, are, are they're not exclusive to any day of the year. And in a way, the holidays can be some of the worst times to do that because there's just so much pressure on everyone. Everyone's so stressed out and there's this expectation that those moments can be bought or packaged. And this might sound trite or cheesy, but 
I do know that the best gift I ever gave anybody for Christmas or any other holiday was my own recovery, because without that, I wasn't present. And uh, there's no better present, really, than actually being present, particularly to yourself. And I don't know where you are at, particularly in your recovery or just in your life, but... If you're able to listen to this, that means that you're alive and you still have a chance to turn things around or have an opportunity to just make things that much better. And not necessarily by trying to create contrived moments to post on your Instagram, but just to recognize that the Christmas miracle has already happened or generic non-denominational holiday miracle. I mean, we're alive. The odds of you existing are so minuscule. It's a bloody miracle that you're even here. And if you are someone like me who has struggled with addiction, then wow, it really is a damn miracle that you are still here. If someone were to give you a really great gift for Christmas or whatever holiday that you might celebrate, you wouldn't just throw it back in their face and be like, eh, like, I really want a PlayStation 5. If my if I get it, I'm not going to throw it back at the person who gave it to me. So don't do that with your life. Goodness knows I've done it with a fair share of it. And I could spend the holidays in regret about all those Christmases that I didn't do so well on. But then I would just be missing this one too. And I don't want to miss anything else. And I'd love to spend more time with you guys here today, but it is Christmas and I want to be with my family while I still have the good fortune to be able to do so. So no matter what you happen to believe this holiday season, I hope you can believe in yourself and believe that you have so much more to offer the world than you even know. Happy Holidays. Happy Holidays.